Rightio, well, the Black Caps are set to play a two-match test series in Bangladesh, uh, beginning at the Silhet International Cricket Stadium, a very new stadium, just uh, built in 2007. It's only had one test match previously, and that was against Zimbabwe. Uh, so uh, it starts for us at a pretty friendly time, actually, 4.30pm. Um, and then, of course, uh, they head home for a very, very busy summer schedule. Uh, all of which you're going to hear ball by ball here on SENZ, of course, as we come towards the end of November campaigns to raise funds and awareness for men's mental health and suicide prevention are beginning to wrap up for November. And cricket is playing a big part with a test match fundraiser in Whangarei starting on Wednesday. Uh, joining us now to talk uh, all things cricket is uh, commentator Ben Strang, who is uh, handy on the park himself, of course. Ben, good morning to you. Good morning, Smithy. Welcome back. It's uh, It was uh, very enjoyable listening to your coverage over at the World Cup. Uh, I thought you guys did an amazing job of bringing it all to life. We had a lot of fun, I can tell you that. Uh, I need to know a bit more about this game, this Whangarei. Tell us a wee bit about this. <clears throat> yeah, so it's a bunch of um, past it cricketers just uh, trying to put their bodies on the line for, for Movember, for men's health. Um, not so good for our health during the five days, no. I can assure you, but... Um, but it will be – it's good. We it, The first Movember test match, as they call it, was held last year uh, in Tamahiri, uh, just south of Hamilton near the airport there. Um, and that was good fun. That managed to last the five days mainly because uh, there, there was rain intervened and that sort of thing. But, um, <laughs> yeah, the, just the idea was um, it's between the Movember 11 and the Seddon Cricket Club, which is based out of Seddon Park, um, sort of a – a kindred club, um, and yeah, they just thought it'd be a good idea to to play this match to raise awareness for men's health, to to try to raise a little bit of money. Uh, and last year they raised just over twenty thousand dollars in total, or, or we raised. Um, so it was a, it's a, a pretty successful, and 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 it was a heck of a lot, heck of a lot of fun uh, between the rain breaks. <laughs> so okay, so yeah, I bet it was. So so tell us a, a wee bit about where and and what time it starts, etc. Yeah, so so it's up in Whangarei at Cobham, Cobham Oval, so first-class grounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, it starts on Wednesday. It's a slightly later start, sort of early afternoon, just so that everyone can, can travel there. So we'll be playing late on Wednesday, and then it'll be sort of 10, 10.30 a.m. starts for the rest of the week until Sunday, uh, if, if we make it that far, uh, which hopefully we will. There's some good cricketers uh, involved. We've got Joey Jovic playing for the mm. Seddon Cricket Club, which is good. Um, we've got the the son of Dion, uh, uh, Solomon Nash, playing, uh, and I hear mm. that he's a, a good up and coming cricketer. Um, and then there's a bunch of guys who have played uh, very, you know, very good level of cricket over the years who are, um, you know, a little further on in the years who will be playing as well. So uh, it'll be a good standard of cricket. Guys are very much in the mindset of uh, trying to play an actual test match last year even though it was for charity there was a massive uh, blow up at one point with uh, one of our bowlers uh, having a uh, slightly abusive uh, chat with one of the batsmen for running on the wicket uh, so you know cricket <laughs> remains cricket in this match um, but but it is all for a good cause and 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 it is all about you know those conversations about men's health and stuff so it's a, a really good mm. time Cool, Ben. I uh, look forward to that, uh, hearing a review of that and uh, the success of it, actually. But uh, not only you getting into Test Match mode, of course the Black Caps have to after a relatively busy uh, World Cup campaign against uh, Bangladesh, a two-test series. And 
Uh, we have to look at uh, where we're going to fit certain players in and out of the side. The batting looks quite strong. The bowling looks okay, I guess. I don't, I don't even know too much about the stadium. It's only its second test match. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's going to be a, a match between two sides who are very much in transition. Um, and, and while Bangladesh are, are embracing that, I think their coach saying that they need to move on from their senior players and that it's exciting to see some of the young players coming through. Um, New Zealand haven't quite taken that approach uh, with this match. It's a it's a team that is um, very familiar to anybody here in New Zealand, uh, particularly with the pace bowling stocks. And like you mentioned, it's I mean that I think that's going to be the the most interesting thing to see in this World Test Championship cycle is is how New Zealand rotates through and 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 brings in new bowlers because um, as much as we want. Uh, you know, this amazing sort of pace quartet that we've had to last forever, uh, it's not going to happen. So, yeah, that, that'll be very interesting to see. It just won't be in this match where uh, I mean, we're very spin-friendly, I, I hear, um, this this ground. You're right that it's been uh, only, only hosted the one test match, and it's also been 10 years since New Zealand played in Bangladesh. So uh, it, it'll be interesting getting used to those conditions for New Zealand players, but I see that they, they believe... Coming out of the World Cup, they're used to these slow-turning wickets, so won't be too much of a shock to them. Okay, so who misses? Uh, who misses out on this uh, side? Uh, you've got to play Ravindra somewhere, but I, I'm tending to play Ravindra as a specialist batsman uh, on what I saw in India. Uh, but what about his Test role? How do you see that? Yeah, this is this is um, this is very very difficult to to figure out. That, Ratchan's success, Ratchan Ravindra's success at the World Cup, I think, is just because he was able to face the new ball, which is what he's done throughout his first class, his, his one-day career for Wellington. Uh, growing up, he's always been a top-order bat. He hasn't had as much success playing for New Zealand because he's been chucked down the order and seen as a uh, almost more of a bowling all-rounder down at that slot. Um, and so if he reverts back to that on a turning track in... Uh, in Bangladesh, I think, you know, perhaps he would be set up to fail uh, in some ways in, in batting in that role. So um, I do think he should be there after such a um, an incredible World Cup that almost came out of nowhere, and he seized upon every opportunity he had. Uh, but the balance of the team, it's, it's hard to figure out how this will work. Um, I will be interested to see just how many spinners... New Zealand do play. They've talked up having five spinners over there. And I, I see the suggestion that Ish Sodi and Ajaz Patel will both play. And so then it's just about, you know, how many of Mitchell Santner, Rachin Ravindra, Glenn Phillips do get on the park when uh, there are some pretty good test batting stocks there that, um, you know, Latham, Conway, Blundell, uh, <laughs> this Daryl Mitchell, it's it's hard to fit them all in. So I think it's just, mm. I think it'll come down to the balance between how many pace bowlers they want to take. I mean, would they take as, as few as one if it's going to be a really turning uh, wicket? Uh, I think, you know, it's a bit cool, but, but it's possible. It is possible. That means uh, Salvi obviously is captain, plus maybe Mitchell to bowl one or two overs with a new ball. And then you just say, right, it's spin from here on in. I don't know about that. I, I, I'd kind of like to see Jamison. I know Jamison has been working seriously hard. I, I know he didn't get a, a run in the World Cup. He was over there on two occasions, and they might have used him, I thought, it, towards the end of it with his extra bounce, but they chose not to. Uh, but uh, for me, 
I just thought that uh, they'd probably have to go with the, the two specialist uh, seam bowlers or quicker bowlers. And Jamison is also a pretty handy batsman, so I don't think we lose a lot there. Uh, Nichols, I guess, has to play. Uh, but I've only got Nichols at six, which means Blundell bats at seven. Um, and that's leaving out. That's leaving out Young and Nichols, which is big call. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, this is this is why it's so so difficult to decide uh, with mainly the conditions, right? It's like how do you how do you take these conditions? I I also like the idea of Kyle Jamison playing because as much as um, you know, it, it's going to be difficult for the pace bowlers. I think the that his height and his bounce will be a, a difference maker for New Zealand on even on a difficult wicket. I think just angles and all that sort of stuff will will test the Bangladesh batters. Uh, and, and as I mentioned before, the Bangladesh coach says this is quite a, a young team that they're, they're bringing through that they're very much looking to the f- uh, future. So they won't necessarily have faced the bowler quite like Kyle Jamison. So I, I do like that mm. idea. Um, and, and yeah, then it, <laughs> as you mentioned, it comes to the batting lineup. And, and yeah, I think they're gonna, they are going to bat extremely deep. Like, I mean, there's every chance that, um, you know, that they basically have nine batters, nine nine really good batters in this team. So it, mm. it'll be fascinating to see what they do. It will be, actually. Bangladesh uh, do not have Tuscan, who's probably been their best quick bowler in test cricket over the years. And they don't either have um, Shakib Alassane, whose last act at the World Cup, apart from getting injured, uh, was to get Angelo Matthews timed out. So... <laughs> Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure about all. Uh, I'm not sure the reaction over there was uh, pretty much mixed. I can promise you that. Uh, some tended towards the fact the rules are the rules, and we've got to play by the rules. And others were saying, oh, "Where is the spirit of cricket gone?" And a lot of people saying there is no spirit left in cricket. But I don't think Shakib came out of it all right. He's always been a bit of a controversial figure, but uh, through it all, he's a he's, he's a damn fine cricketer, great all rounder actually. Uh, but they haven't got him, and I, I just look at that side and think they're pretty beatable if we get it right. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Shakib, I, I just remember seeing the images of him kicking down the stumps and kicking the bales at the umpire uh, in one of the local matches in Bangladesh. Mm-hmm. I mean, very much a controversial figure uh, throughout his career. And they're also missing their deputy captain, Litton Das. Uh, I think he's out on a paternity break. So, um, you know, three major players with, with Shakib, Litton and Tuscan Ahmed who are, who are gone. And, and absolutely, they're there for the taking. And I think being the first match of the World Test Championship cycle, the first series, uh, and, and it being away from home, this is such a good opportunity for New Zealand to, to lay down a marker for this World Test Championship cycle um, to get off to a fast start. Uh, as much as I, I think a lot of New Zealanders hate these two-match test series, when it comes to the World Test Championship, points-wise, they can work out really well for us that you only play a couple of matches, and if you nail it, then you've got a massive uh, jump on the competition and as far as points go. So, um, yeah, I think it is a, a very important uh, match, uh, much more important than people probably realise when it's just sort of snuck up on us. But it can be uh, a very, very good start for New Zealand to the World Test Championship, and it makes it so important that they do get these selections right and that they... They do put try to put Bangladesh under the pump when they are such a young team. Where do you think now uh, One Day International cricket sits, uh, Ben, in terms of its um, in terms of its development or or in terms of its ability to exist? Actually, 
It's easy after a World Cup where everyone's talking about it uh, to be a bit knee-jerky and say it's in great shape and that, but what about in three years' time? Will we still be saying that? Uh, yeah, I've got grave concerns, I guess. Like that the, I, I don't know how the future is going to pan out for for one-day internationals. That you know, I saw in the last uh, cycle of four years or, or whatever it was, the number of one-day internationals played halved, um, dropped by half. So um, they're certainly not being played as often as they were. Um, the 2020 leagues around the world are, you know, just popping up here, there and everywhere. Obviously, we've now got Major League Cricket in the mix as well from, from last season. So um, 2020s absolutely where cricket is heading. It's now going to be an Olympic sport, as small as that tournament is to start with. You could see it possibly expanding. Um, that's, you know, the Olympics want these global sports to be involved in, in different sports. And so if they can attract the the subcontinental market into the Olympics with, with cricket, they're absolutely going to do it. There's, there's one or two billion people that will want to watch it. Um, so that makes sense for the Olympics. So now it's an Olympic sport at a 2020 level, which again, just doesn't leave much space for one day internationals. I, I could absolutely see a future where the only time ODIs are played is at World Cups. Um, there was a lot of chat I, I saw from England saying that as poor as England were, um, some of their best performance uh, performances were from players who had basically come direct from the 100, um, had played in the 100, mm -hmm. hadn't really played any one-day cricket. Um, and so their argument was, you know, you can still play one-day international cricket, adjust the mindset um, without having played it. Um, you know, at the end of the day, they, they played pretty poorly. So I don't know if that 100% um, worked out for them. But um, that's that's the thought process that's going on in England. And, and I would suggest that'll probably end up being the thought process in most places is that, oh, we don't actually have to play it. We'll play the odd test. We'll play a lot of 2020, which, you know, fans seem to like more. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I fear for the future of it. I know that it's a lot of players' favourite format because it tests a lot more, you know, it tests some of the, the, the longer-term batting and that sort of thing, but it also tests um, a, a lot of tactics and, and managing a game and, and, and that sort of thing, which which the other formats don't quite um, challenge you on. Uh, so... Mm. It would be a great shame, but I suspect that that's the way it's going. Mm. Personally, uh, personally, I hope not. Great news this morning coming through um, and uh, of interest to, to us here in New Zealand on the back of uh, the last time we went to Australia on Boxing Day. I think we took about 12,000, 15,000 people with us. Um, it's, uh, that opportunity is going to arise again, uh, 26, 27 the year, uh, that summer. Uh, New Zealand are going to play the Boxing Day Test. They're going to play four tests against Australia by the look of it. And there's also a 150th anniversary, uh, 150th year anniversary test between England and Australia at the MCG as well. So save your bickies. Uh, that might be quite a good summer. Oh, that'll be incredible, won't it? That'll be absolutely brilliant. That um, I'd be yeah, I'd be absolutely saving up and 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 booking leave as early as possible to get over there. Um, a, a few of my friends who went to the last Boxing Day test over there that New Zealand was involved in just adored it. They just said it was absolutely fantastic. Um, even if the results weren't you know, great in those matches, they absolutely adored their time over there. So um, it'll be a, a terrific trip and a great experience for anybody who does head over. Um, I guess from a slightly bleakest uh, side of things, I do wonder what the New Zealand squad will look like 
come 26, 27. And that's a long time away. And, um, you know, look, uh, I, I keep yarning on about the the bowling stocks, but, you know, unless we uh, we get the likes of Bolt and Southie to, to play like, um, you know, the English bowlers have, Anderson and Broad, um, we could be looking at a, a pretty difficult time over there in the in the future. Um, but, you know, I guess we'll keep it positive for now and, and, and say that that'll be a fantastic series to watch and a great experience just for fans and players alike. I totally agree. Absolutely, totally agree. And we can't neglect the fact that um, the, the uh, White Ferns are on show coming up very shortly against Pakistan. Now, that would be a series I think they should possibly win uh, against Pakistan. But what I'm looking for there is development outside of Bates, outside of Devine, outside of Mealy Kerr, um, for the... For, you know, just for the sake of going forward, Ben. Absolutely, yeah. Three twenty twenties, three ODIs uh, for the first couple of weeks of of December. Um, yeah, I I hundred percent agree. The you know we've seen a lot of these nations and women's cricket come along in leaps and bounds and and just the the last sort of cycle in the last four or five years. Um, you know, Sri Lanka coming from basically nowhere to being able to beat teams like New Zealand, um, Pakistan, the same, so threatening and so skilled. Some of their their bowlers, um, some of their batters are, are fantastic as well. So uh, it, it's that development that they've shown around the world that has to, you know, have New Zealand looking again at how we're developing players here uh, because you can very quickly be left behind. You can't forget that New Zealand... You know, we may have uh, good facilities and all that sort of stuff, but a, but a country of five million people, you've got to um, work very hard to, to develop talent when other countries have hundreds of millions to choose uh, from. So, um, yeah, it's it's very interesting. I, 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 I've seen some pretty good performances from players uh, in the domestic competition. Uh, I, I think that there's there is talent there. It's just how we develop it and... Uh, you know, this would be a good chance to to see how some of those women go. Totally agree. Uh, so, um, just how can we support your Movember uh, Test match? Uh, is it possible to get in and get some support? Send ice, send ice to Whangarei. I think maybe. Um, no. Um, <laughs> w- yeah. So if you go to the Movember.co.nz website, I, I think that's the um, yeah. It's Movember.co.nz. Uh, if you search uh, in the search bar uh, Setting Cricket Club or you could search even my name, just Ben Strang, then you'll see uh, some pages pop up. And if you say you clicked on the Ben Strang page, it'll have a little link there that you can donate. Um, and then if you can donate a buck, you can donate 100 bucks, whatever you want to do, um, whatever you're able to, to donate, you can donate there. So, yeah, Movember.co.nz, search for Setting or for Ben Strang and you'll be able to donate there. Okay, just to have a look at the uh, seven-day forecast. Uh, no rain from November 29th, 30. Uh, phew, December 1st, you might get a shower. Uh, no, you're going to play. I'm sorry, you're going to play. <laughs> yeah, well, so last year, last year we were on this beautiful little ground in Tamahiri, and it was typical Hamilton summer weather, so thunderstorms. And every time there was just a, a brief bit of sunshine, usually in the afternoons, the owner of the ground, uh, I think four out of five days, pulled out his helicopter 
and started drying the ground with the helicopter. It was quite remarkable to to see, uh, to stand on the sideline and see the, the chopper drying the ground. I'd seen it once before at, uh, at Sky Stadium for a, a one-day international. I think they brought in the chopper. But that was um amazing effort to, to get the game going last year. And it is good that that won't be required this year, but it does mean there's going to be some very sore bodies. So, yes, please donate, but also we need ice. Good on you, Ben. Thanks very much for your time this morning and uh, all the very best with uh, that uh, test match, that Movember test match chat. Uh, Copper Mobile, folks, in Whangarei. Cheers, man. Have a great uh, have a great time up there. Cheers, Smithy. Have a good one. Yeah, thanks. Uh, we'll be back very shortly with uh, some of your texts, folks, uh, and then uh, after uh, 10.30, we'll uh, catch up with Aidan McLaughlin on the, the sporting issues of the day as part of the bulletin.